Hello and welcome to episode 101 of the Super Horror Bros podcast. I'm your host Matt and joining me as always is my brother Mike. Hello. How's it going? We're back. We, we made are back it again. That, 100. that 101 nearly threw me off in the intro there. That's a very word. Did it? Um, nearly. <laughs> I'm not used to that. Um, but yeah, we have survived episode 100. That was really cool last week. Um, I'm really didn't happy. know whether our system was going to get fried or you know it just stopped working. Well, like the year 2000. Yeah, two, Y2K. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, you guys seem to have absolutely loved it. Like a lot of really good feedback on that one. So super positive about all that. It's, it's really great. Like I'm, I'm glad. You oh, guys it's been amazing. It. We've had some great comments and some, you know feedback across the board so uh yeah super appreciated that you know you guys are digging uh you know the milestone episode and we're gonna keep on going exactly back to our regular schedule uh this week we're talking about the first purge um we were back in the cinema um for this franchise that you know the second witness the birth of an american tradition um obviously the second one that we've covered for the show as well so that's gonna be fairly interesting um but first, there is a little bit of news to get to, and, and some of this is really interesting. So I don't know how much you've seen of this. Um, so kind of, I believe it was a couple of weeks ago, um, I brought to you the news that they are um, making a television series for Charles <laughs> Play. Um, Chucky. Oh, I've, I've seen the fiasco that's been going on. <laughs> yeah, so this got interesting, because I, I brought that news to you, which was kind of shocking at the time. Um, yeah, and Don, seems... Don's kind of on board with this, and he, yeah. he's the one that's kind of spearheading this yeah exactly the tv show is kind of uh, don mancini and david kirshner's like new project the one that they're putting their most time into it's continuing the 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 long canon of chucky um continuing post- the unbroken post- canon exactly until this point um this kind of broke uh last week and it was very strange um so yeah basically a couple of articles here on bloody disgusting um reporting that mgn are fast-tracking a child's play remake with a technologically advanced killer doll. God damn it. <sighs> so yeah, this is weird. It gets weirder and weirder as you kind of read into it. Um, it's got uh, apparently the director of Polaroid attached to it, Lars Klevberg, um, that movie that we wanted to see and has kind of evaporated. Yeah, um, release that bloody movie. Post the sort of Weinstein Company debacle of last year. Um, that movie yeah. seems to have just disappeared. Um this remake um, is yeah apparently being started filming this September and is in a schedule for release sort of sometime next year. Um, it's apparently a contemporary reboot that is said to involve sort of a group of kids rather than just one kid. Um, so it feels like they're trying to tap into that kind of Stranger theme, uh, Things and It vibe. <laughs> um, but also the fact that it is like a rogue AI. It's not like, you know, a serial killer possessing a doll. Um, you know, we don't know whether this is Chucky we don't know if it's a new look for the doll. We've heard nothing about who's going to voice the doll or anything like Christ. that. Um, it just sounds like a shit show, man. It I'm really not does. Lie. Um, um, this is kind of the initial story, and then I guess go into the next story as well mm-hmm. because it kind of all uh, comes together. Because then it was a case of, well, what's going on? Like, we only just heard that, that you know, Dom is doing the, uh, the, the TV show. Um, and so, yeah, we kind of find out now that um, Bloody Disgusting talked to Don and David and said, like, what is going on? Um, and they basically said, like, no, that MGM have reached out to us multiple times to say, if you want to be involved, do you want to be an executive producer or have any commitment to this whatsoever? And they said, like, no, this has got nothing to do with us. Um, 
in terms of rights this gets really muddied because uh, that's what i was thinking it's really crazy because universal is the company that that usually makes these and, and universal is what's going to be uh producing the television show and also mm. other planned movie sequels um so Mancini yeah. said that they are still working on the series and also plan to continue the film franchise with universal so it's kind of like they have plans for both tv and film that have yeah. absolutely nothing to do with this rebate uh, reboot um which apparently mgm somehow have the rights to do um so the, yeah this this whole thing is a mess obviously like mm. doing... sounds to me like they have the rights to the name yeah. child's play because obviously the child's play movies haven't been called child's play for a long time exactly yeah, except um, for the new like tv they've, show <laughs> they've rebranded themselves chucky but we don't do we know if the new yeah if it's called child's play it is yeah the, the first tweet and the kind of initial thing was that right. they wanted to say that it's probably going to be darker and and more reflective of the early movies and so yeah it is mm. the, there's the chucky film franchise the child's play tv series which are one thing and then yeah. the uh the child's play movies which is going to be yeah. a reboot so to, again to muddy Christ. it up right um just when just when we had something pure guys yeah. like the tv show was muddling it already a bit to be honest mm. like i'm i'm up for it because don's on board but i'd much prefer him to stick to the movies but now we got like these this triple threat of child's play it's it's a mind fuck yeah it's real disappointing um they've kind of confirmed as well that um brad dorf said he's gonna have nothing to do with the remake um Excellent. and also like you know jennifer fiona that's all they're all with don and with that side project so this is going to be like a completely new take uh with none of the original people involved it is purely just the name alone um and obviously they are not signing off on this this isn't a case of like when they kind of try and be friendly to yeah. the old creators and, and get them on board to then agree to it you know like the james Cameron i do syndrome. i do love that like <laughs> jennifer and uh fiona are, like i mean were they gonna get a phone call anyway i don't know <laughs> like no disrespect to them at hmm. all but like you know in a reboot the only you know you can't have these people in a reboot yeah it's like, like it, you, you can get away be... with brad just yeah like and even then it doesn't really make sense with a reboot with the franchise still going exactly like, even though there's going to be a kid called andy or anything like yeah the, o- like the only reason different. why there'd be any connection is if don you know, got his um you know uh, um executive producer credit or whatever yeah but but if don's not on board no one else is going to be exactly so this is this is just a mess really it's yeah, disappointing like I'm, I'm still excited to see what don is going forward the fact that they oh, do definitely. have plans for obviously sequels um i was i was up for a tv series like we both said at the time that we'd much rather they just continued with the film franchise yeah I'm, I'm up for really the tv good. show it just did muddle things a bit already yeah and it just it felt unnecessary because like if mm. the films were failing or weren't that good it would make sense to maybe try something different um which but obviously like we've loved the last couple that has really been an uptake in the in the franchise yeah. completely um with curse and then colt like they're both oh, really Colt's great. so good and it left it in such a good place exactly and so that that is why this whole thing is a shame like hopefully Ooh. you know within the next year or so like i i hope that this just completely falls apart obviously like the mgm reboot thing because it just sounds terrible um and it just like you say it seems so unnecessary if chucky was like a franchise it had been dead for 10 years you know look at like nightmare on elm street and yeah the franchises like friday the 13th uh you know texas chainsaw massacre even but like something like charles play or and slash chucky is still thriving and, and is still yeah like and still has a direction exactly yeah. so i don't see why they need to do this no. but again it's all about money and whether they can make a quick all about the, the money so yeah mm-hmm. this is this is a real shame but we're, we're of yeah. course going to be supporting don no matter what definitely um, 
so yeah this next one as well going into the kind of the the movies based on tv things um basically to do with the purge obviously we're going to be talking a lot about the purge shortly um but the tv show i'd kind of forgot that that was coming this year um mm. there, there was a trailer which i couldn't really seem to get to work but um it was a very short sort of teaser trailer um but it's scheduled right. to start this september um hmm. and i just thought that was worth noting at the time at, at this time because like i'd forgot that that was even a thing this year um whether or not it's going to you know tie into the first purge at all it's going to be interesting to see um but it's, it's funny that they're going all in on this already this franchise yeah i know yeah um as we kind of get, like you say, it's, it's kind of hard because we're going to be talking about the new movie shortly. <laughs> um, mm. But I just thought this was a weird one. Like, I just wanted to bring it up because I'd completely forgot that it was even coming this year. We talked about it Definitely. previously that they'd announced it. But I still Definitely. thought it was ways away, but it's literally like a couple of months away. Um, it's funny that American Horror Story is creeping up on us as well. Yeah. like I'm you know, just... Emma, Emma Roberts kind of <laughs> tweeting away. Yeah, I haven't put much thought into the show at all, really. Like, I'll obviously watch it. Um, it's interesting. A couple of things that I've half read, um, where mm. it seems like this is the crossover season that have teased for a while. And it is, yeah. There's, there's very strong rumors that Jessica Lang is returning as well. Um, <laughs> so these two kind of like... She'll, oh. she'll definitely pop up halfway through. Like, <laughs> yeah. it'll be like a big reveal. Exactly. So, like, I'm I, I'm going to watch it and just have no expectations because I feel like that's the best thing to do. Because um, yeah. I still like the show a lot, even after a couple yeah, of the last, seasons. Yeah, the last season kind of, you know... It, it got better. It meandered and it had its moments mm. and I enjoyed it ultimately. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, this next uh, bit of news is really cool. Um, this kind of came out of nowhere, so it's to do with sort of Arrow and their release schedule. Um, Hell yeah. Because usually with Arrow, which uh, also a side note, cause I don't think we ever properly mentioned it on the show, but obviously they've like, been a long-time supporter of Fright Fest. Um, yeah. one of like the smaller sponsors but this is the first year where they are the main marquee sponsor which is awesome um, which has usually been the horror channel so this is like mm. arrow video fright fest which is really cool like i'm, I'm yeah. such an amazing uh co-promotion co-pro- uh, co-pro- with the two companies oh, so good um so like first two of, of all, our favorite things exactly so that's great anyway um but also with, with arrow they kind of every few months or so they tweet out like okay here's going to be our schedule and they kind of tease it and then release like a few say mm. like five to six releases over the coming months um, yeah we recently got last house on the left yeah exactly and a few others which um i haven't i've got my lovely copy of the last house on the left i haven't watched it yet but i'm definitely looking forward to um yeah but, but this one kind of came out of nowhere as, an, as a new release scheduled for this coming halloween um and it's Candyman, which is really <sighs> cool um Buzzing. yeah this is great I don't, like, think, I don't think we've ever spoke about Candyman much on the show no but it's like a movie that I've like proper got a love for from yeah. out of nowhere, really. I just always have a love for it. And it's one that like I remember when we were young, I would just like be like, Should we watch Candyman? Yeah. Like, yeah, sure. <laughs> we used to watch it way more times than we should have. Yeah. Like, but I've seen this movie a ton and I can't wait to watch it again in a lovely arrow restoration. Yeah, this is great. Like, I'm I'm super happy to watch this movie again. Like I say, I remember like a lot of memories of watching this really young and it yeah. definitely had a different feel to a lot of movies that were coming out of that era. Which yeah, really yeah, definitely. Cool um so yeah i'm I'm super happy like say the arrow treatment is always welcome but when it's something like this that is what like say a, a movie that we've loved for many many yeah. years um, it reminds me a little bit of like a hellraiser where like you've got this uh Clive villain yeah yeah true you've got this villain um who is like an awesome villain but actually the movie is more about the other characters a hell of yeah. a lot more and the villain's just like a bit part um so it's you know it's really interesting I, yeah I'm a, I'm a big fan of Candyman. 
Yeah, for sure. Um, this final little bit of news is kind of just a trailer um, that we just watched prior to recording. Um, it's a movie that's been getting a lot of buzz at the start of the year because it was at a lot of festivals. Um, mm. So it's the trailer for Mandy. Um, so we just watched that. Um, it's worth noting because it's got, of course, our boy Richard Brake stars in it. Um, Hell yeah. So it's, we had to bring it up. Uh, what did you think of this trailer? I mean, it had me sold as soon as I saw Richard, to be honest. Um <laughs> It looks super crazy. Like, I didn't yeah. really get a vibe as to what it's about from yeah. the trailer. It just looked super visual and, um, you know, really out there. Yeah. Um, definitely kind of, yeah, interested to try and pick it up. You know, anything that Rich is in that remotely relates to horror, I'm down for. Yeah. Um, you know, kind of Nick Cage has seemed to be kind of gearing himself into the horror community. So, you know, kind of he did Mom and Dad recently that we've, you know, sat on our backlog and now this you know it's kind of looked a little bit ghost rider-ish hmm. with his little kind of weapon he has towards the end but looks like some crazy nick cage and i mean like i could do a crazy nick cage i just don't want cheesy nick cage yeah it's difficult because i'm i'm not a guy that likes watching the kind of terrible uh, nick cage performances i know that is one of those things like a lot of these actors as they get older where it's like mm. oh look how goofy he is you know people love like the wicker man remake because of just how silly it is and i think that's kind mm. of what's, like he's more self-aware now and that's why he starts doing movies like mum and dad and like mandy yeah um so I, i'm i was intrigued by the trailer it's not something that i'm super excited for um i just looked on imdb as well and it's like two hours long and i was like oh god <laughs> um but yeah like you say I, i'll give it a go but i these types of movies generally aren't my sort of thing but obviously with with the involvement of richard like it definitely has me uh piqued my interest for sure yeah um, definitely i think that's out around september that one so yeah we'll, we might be seeing that one pretty soon um so yeah that's all the news for this week uh should we talk about Sweet. this week's film let's do it let's talk about the first purge <laughs> yeah obviously the uh the fourth in the purge franchise um obviously the second that we've covered for the show as well um and the first in chronological order exactly so confusing love yeah. it uh, yeah <laughs> you following us guys you still with us so obviously election year the only other one that we've covered for the show what, what were your mm-hmm. thoughts on that movie just to, i enjoyed sort of it i enjoyed it like but like the the purge movies ultimately tend tend to kind of go on and don't give me exactly what i want it mm. only gives me tastes of what i want and then ends up being like a gunplay street warfare gun battle which yeah, i don't more really or, care for yeah you know and and the first movie i was a big fan of because it was just kind of like this really cool horror concept being like you know, oh, there's this night where people can do crazy shit and everyone just turns into pe- the people from The Strangers, kind of. Mm. I'm like, hell yeah, I'm up for that. And I'm like, I just want to see everyone doing that. And I'm like, oh, no one else is doing that. Everyone else is just shooting each other with guns. Yeah. And I'm just like, ah. Oh. And so I always look forward to these movies, but I've the last couple have left me like, you know, I've enjoyed, but I've been left a little bit disappointed as well. Yeah. My excitement pre is always more than what I get out of them yeah it's it's a really fascinating franchise as one of the modern horror franchises yeah it's a weird one with with the first movie 
that establishes this universe, the concept of this 12-hour period where all yeah. crime, including murder, is legal. Um, such a crazy concept. But that first movie is so self-contained and is just mm. that is the background, that is the context of what is just a home invasion movie. Um, and yeah. so that's crazy that that was the, the first one or the original one um, is <laughs> what, what um, is what created this weird franchise to what we know now. Um, because obviously the last, you know, the Purge Anarchy and then the Purge Election Year going into now the first Purge, they have followed the exact same template pretty much. Um, yeah. Exact same blueprint, like you say, of it's the night of the Purge and everyone's just going around uh, on the streets being crazy. A lot of like cool imagery with masks and that sort of thing, but then mostly just gunplay. There's a lot of just people shooting people with guns. Um, and mm. so that's why it's weird to me, like as more time goes on, I think it's fascinating that you wouldn't have thought that the first movie in a franchise would be the one that's the most different. Um, yeah, I know. Which is really weird. Um, and especially with the TV show coming now, um, it'll be really yeah. interesting to see if, is it just a longer version of these movies? Um, because I hope they're self-contained stories of like weird shit that goes on, because that's what I want, man. Yeah. I feel like the TV show could give me what I've wanted. Yeah, definitely. But so I also obviously, feel like it won't. <laughs> they, have, they obviously, obviously, with the first movie being a home invasion movie, the second movie, I can't remember too much about it. It's definitely my least favorite of all of them. Mm. Um, I just remember it being like about the streets and not much else happening. Um, I remember election year being cool because obviously it had that take of these different sort of political candidates targeting each other on this night yeah it um, heavily led into the kind of election that was going on and was kind of like a cool thing to kind of have the both in parallel to each other at the time yeah so that was cool um i thought that was probably one of the stronger ones in terms of politics because these movies have always been like uh politics driven but it's mm. always been like on the edge and then just yeah, like, with, with this mm. movie as well as we get into it it's kind of nah, there, this one's weird. They, they just forget yeah. about it for a lot of the film um whereas i think yeah. with that movie that was probably the one that they kept that uh, going the longest um yeah, so going definitely. into the first purge obviously we knew that this was the first purge so it's that's the kind of the new twist on it as it were as like this is them testing mm. uh the, the idea the concept of a purge um so it's not like all of america like the previous movies is it it's just the one sort of no, staten, it's just island. staten island um yeah. which i thought was cool like that's a different take i like that there's people outside of staten island wanting to either get there to participate there's also the mm. idea that people are wanting to leave as well so there's some cool i, I enjoyed that in one of the other purge movies where they had yeah. people flying into america for yeah purge from different stuff. countries like yeah. that was really cool mm. So yeah, that, that that's like a cool uh, thing. So, I mean, do you want to give us a sort of synopsis? I guess that's sort of halfway there, really. Yeah, I mean, we're we're introduced to a lot of the kind of our main yeah. characters that are li that live in Staten Island, um, namely kind of Naya and is it Isla or Isaiah? Uh, uh, Isaiah, uh, um, brother and sister, and then Dimitri, who's um. Uh, Naya is kind of like this activist that's that's campaigning anti-purge, saying we don't want to do this. Um, Dimitri is um, basically like a drug dealer that's in charge of like the major kind of drug pushing and gang in Staten Island. Um, so he's worried about this affecting his business and that sort of thing. He thinks it'll be a perfect opportunity for other drug pushers to kind of come at him. Um and so kind of like we get a lot of backstory on these characters leading into the purge and then kind of um when the purge kind of kicks off um uh isaiah kind of goes after um someone that, that attacked him pre-purge mm. and kind of he should be off the island but he hasn't gone off the island and 
the movie is kind of um, Naya trying to get back to him and then kind of Dimitri um, kind of, you know, trying to protect his empire and then ending up trying to figure out that actually he cares about Naya and wants to kind of help her and try yeah. to protect her. Um, and a lot of purgy stuff. Yeah. I mean, the thing about these movies are like they're not overly plot heavy. No. Um, Especially once uh, the night begins as this, well. Yeah, once the night begins, you just got a lot of characters. The, the thing about this that I found w- that I thought was weird was that you really get a lot of these characters to begin with. The, the purge takes quite a while to start, and mm. I thought it would be a lot of the first purge and people talking about it and the build up and all of that side of things. And, and that's definitely there quite a bit. And the fact that that's there quite a bit, and then we have a lot of this character development, it takes quite a long while for things to start go, get going, really, hmm. um, which I thought was an interesting choice, you know? Yeah. Um, especially because as we get into this movie, the politics, um, as you kind of mentioned a little bit, um, drops out more and more and more. Um, and it's really just in the very background to the point that kind of, certain major characters kind of come and go and, and they there's no real screen time or, or swan song to them at all like i was really shocked by it actually yeah um because that it, 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 we, we have like another set of characters that are watching the purge on the screens and monitoring kind of the mayhem as it goes down and um i can't think of the character's name now but there's like a chief of staff type guy that's um basically like or like an agent type guy and he basically wants it all to kick off and for the political agenda it needs to be like bloody yeah and it's not enough yet so he's trying to like spice things up in that um and that all just seems a little bit kind of frustrating and ultimately like in these movies when the government just comes along with guys with a ton of guns i'm just like oh so now we're just like in a SWAT team movie where they're just going through and, like, we've had multiple scenes in these movies where we go through, like, a hotel or uh, apartment or whatever, and there's just, like, loads of shooting and loads of people getting taken out. And mm. this film has that a lot. Um, the action is very violent and, and very bloody, but it's just not really that interesting to me to watch. Yeah. Um, and there's quite a bit of it in this movie. Um so yeah, I think I think for me this movie is kind of like how I feel about all of the Purge movies apart from the original. Yeah. Where I lump them all kind of together. I agree that two is I think one one is still my favorite. I think two is my least favorite. And then, you know, three and four are like, you know, they're they're fine, they have their moments. This movie had its moments. I think with this one that disappoints me more than some of the others, it didn't have a lot of cool set pieces there wasn't like a couple of times in some of the other movies you'll get like a real horror scene where they stumble across a maniac that's kind of doing some crazy stuff Mm. um and like this one you don't really get that you're introduced to this maniac in the opening scene but he's so weird like he's he's kind of generic and just not really exciting and not really crazy they just put a load of scars on his face and he just kind of shouts yeah um there, there's no one like super creepy like he probably does have one of the best kind of set pc scenes in the film this guy but ultimately i just don't find him that interesting yeah um and like there, there was a scene in this movie where they um there was these kind of like older ladies that are messing around with these dolls and they're kind of like pushing them um in a shopping cart and we're introduced to those later and they've kind of set these traps off and i really wish that scene had gone on a bit longer 
mm. because they're the sort of people that I really like. Like, who who the hell are they? And what the hell are they doing? Like, and I enjoy that sort of thing where people are doing kind of weird purgy stuff. Yeah. Um. But yeah, like, I I find I find this movie really weird because like all of these, I like I say I enjoyed it, but then I haven't thought about it once since since credits rolled. Yeah. Um nor will i really think about it again it's something that i don't really have an interest in watching again mm. but while i was there like it was you know it, it ticked along and it didn't it didn't bore me it just kind of doesn't really inspire me to get too excited about it uh and i kind of felt like this for a couple of purge movies now and i don't know how they keep getting me in and getting me kind of pumped when yeah. the next one comes out yeah because because i was kind of pumped for this um i think it's because i always hope that it will live up to the expectation of what i have in my mind yeah you never know one day hey yeah um yeah this movie like i i enjoyed it quite a bit it was like you say i i agree with a lot of what you said where it's another one of these movies for sure you know i said at the start that it really does just follow that same blueprint now for the Mm. third movie in a row and i think that if you've seen either anarchy or election year like you'll know what this movie is going in that's a real shame um because early on um i thought this movie did some things really really well like i i thought up until the purge started i was like really on board like i liked that it focused a lot on the characters um it reminded me more of the first movie than the previous two Mm. um because i did actually like i couldn't tell you anyone really of like in the last two movies whereas i still remember that family from the first film yeah kind of like you know what the dad did for a job what the daughter was doing and all this stuff where and and again with this movie obviously i've only just seen it but like i really liked um dimitri naya and isaiah uh all three of them i thought were really good characters and all had their own different motivations yeah and i was really I, excited I to did, see all three um, of them on the night of the purge as well for different reasons yeah um, and especially isaiah was the one early on that i thought was fantastic because he was this young dude who was like really sort of disillusioned was what with what was going on especially in his life um he was uh you know selling drugs on the corner he'd kind of like you say got attacked by this other character um and, mm. and just felt like he he didn't really know where his place was in the world and so i can kind of see someone like him tr- falling for like a ludicrous plan like the purge um and so i liked his sort of reasoning for staying on the island um and yeah. there's like early scenes when you see him getting his little package um and there's like a, a this thing to do with contact lenses which we'll definitely get to because um, <laughs> yeah. it's kind of an interesting look for the movie but ultimately just doesn't go anywhere um which is kind of like the perfect way to describe this movie really yeah. is like yeah. half-baked ideas that start off really well and then they just forget about them um because we may as well talk about the lenses now i guess but like to begin with i thought they were a really cool thing well, they're, yeah, they, you know, they're a really cool thing, and they are a cool imagery as well. But yeah. then they're just like super overdone to the point that I was just like, oh my god, please take out these bright blue eyes you look ridiculous i liked it earlier Um, where it was like okay you know which people are going to actually participate and which ones aren't and so that kind of gives that fear like there's a scene early on where Isaiah is just walking down the street and he sees people looking out of their windows oh yeah i enjoyed that yeah and that's obviously going into that scene you mentioned as well with the older ladies like that's two of the really good scenes back to back Mm. um yeah like that stuff's really cool because then it makes you realize like oh damn that's like are they like me are they just participating for hell of it or do they actually want to like do something this night um, because you yeah. see one dude early on when Isaiah just walks past him, um, pointing the gun at Isaiah, being like thinking Isaiah's gonna break into his shop and steal stuff, and yeah. that dude doesn't have the lenses in, so you know he's just yeah. staying there just to defend himself. That's like, why I loved about the third movie, like the guy that was protecting his shop and that. Like I enjoy yeah. that sort of thing, like people mm. that are protecting their livelihoods, and even like Dimitri, that's what he's doing. Exactly. 
Um, I do agree that like those three characters were all well fleshed out and interesting. Mm. Um, it was more their journey when they were actually in Purge Night that was less exciting. Yeah, you obviously know? haven't got to that. Um, yet, but that is no. definitely the, the early um, stuff is really strong um, with those one, three. One characters. of the things I was going to mention as well that we that I didn't mention in my synopsis was that with this because this is the first one and it is an experiment just mm. on Staten Island. Um, participants are paid. Yeah. which is something that's never been mentioned in the purge movies before and i assume no longer exists as it's countrywide yeah um but with this one like um every uh participant gets five thousand dollars and then yeah. the more you purge the more money you get yeah so you are enticed and so we're introduced because there's a there's a um female character because we get mm. like a couple they they interview people in this at the beginning and kind of like get the motivation behind purging and there's a female character that they proper like talk up and and she's mm. like oh well like you i guess you um want me to kill people and they're like well if that's what you want we'll pay you loads of money for it and she's like hell yeah and like do we ever see her again I don't think so. Like I got her really confused with another character in the movie. Yeah, who's, who's like, kind of like always tough woman. Uh, no, I wasn't thinking of her. I was thinking of oh. um, is it's basically like a family who are at the church. It's like oh, right. them and their younger daughter. But I think this character is quite a lot younger. Um, yeah, I, I thought that might have been. Yeah, I thought that might have been her. Because yeah, like, you're they're right. Obviously, yeah. that's a cool scene when obviously Naya is introduced. She's staying behind to basically protect people and to also protest. Yeah. So they're like all in this church, and I was expecting like a really brutal scene where yeah. someone just went in there and just destroyed all of them. And, yeah. and I thought maybe that was even her. Like imagine if the girl was already in there from the inside and she just yeah. starts brutally murdering these defenders. Well, they talked people. about like the priest as well, and, yeah. and like how he had like these secret like he had like his secret stash of booze and stuff and i really thought he was just gonna like whip out uzis from his gown or something and in the end that was so i think that's the thing i mean you put it brilliantly like it has all these brilliant setups Mm. and then just kind of does nothing with them because the way that that church kind of ends in the film is so disappointing yeah i don't even remember and such a way them leaving and nothing really happening in that place (laughs) well they i mean I guess we'll talk talk about it maybe when we get to spoilers or something, yeah. you know, because um, it is kind of spoilery. But but yeah, it's just it's just disappointing, like uh, you know that sort of thing. Because it, this movie definitely does have some cool moments that are in the first half of the movie, and then kind of the reason why I'm so down on it is because like it has like twenty five to thirty minutes of kind of just pure gunplay. Yeah. When we yeah, kind I haven't of, even yeah. mentioned the ending yet because mm. I just don't I don't really like it. But like the the early stuff, um, again mm. with Dimitri's character, I I thought that I was feel really like you could splice together like a couple of these movies and just have an awesome like yeah. beginning of Purge Night movie. Yeah, like that would be crazy. Like, well, you could have, like, and again, something like the TV show, it gives mm. you way more experimental. So there's definitely hope for that. So again, they're going to get us in. They're going to get us hopeful. Um, yeah. But like, uh, yeah, Dimitri's character, I loved that his motivation was kind of like, you know, he has this gang on the streets. He's doing illegal activity, but he's not really like even he is scared about a purge night. Yeah, well, like, because Naya's he, like, oh, I bet you love this purge. Yeah. You sell more drugs, and he's like, no, I sell drugs all the time. Like, I'm worried because this is something I don't know. I can't control. Plus, like, it's like he, I thinks, it. he thinks either other people are going to come up on him and try and take mm. over his stash, or he also thinks, oh, maybe the government have just done this to like get rid of crime <laughs> yeah. initially. So he's already aware, like he doesn't trust the government, he doesn't trust this initiative at all, um, which is obviously ultimately what what ends up coming around at the.
the end of this movie. Um, so yeah, like early on, man, like I was really into this because I was like, there's mm-hmm. three interesting characters. I like that it's early on, so everyone's really unsure as to how it's going to go down. Because obviously, when you get to like uh, the last two movies, the purge itself is so established, like people have planned it and all this sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas this is a bit more like the Wild West, and like again, when the, there's some really interesting stuff early on when the purge starts and nothing happens, like people aren't committing yeah. murder. There's and they have a like a street streets. party, yeah. yeah, and like all of that stuff's really cool. And and you touched upon um with uh, the kind of crazy character called Skeletor. Um, oh where yeah, he that does was it. have one of the coolest set pieces of the of the entire film, which is uh him in the street with all these people. But then that's in a spliced with Dimitri, who's like at his own little base. Um, mm. And kind of like these two major events happen at the same time that both go um, wrong at the same time. I thought that bit was so well done. Like yeah. one of the coolest moments of the entire movie. Um, it's it's also one of the last cool moments, unfortunately, yeah. because once the night really kicks in, like you say, and then it becomes one of these films. Um, we have like a middle period where it's like it's okay purge stuff. And then it, it's weird because I, I almost don't want to spoil it. But also they sport it in the trailers again. Like it's another one of these issues. And, and you obviously mentioned it earlier and you're right to because they mentioned it in the trailer. But mm. like the they send in, the, you know, the government sends in people to start killing people. And yeah. that gets Like introduced... if they're, if they're going to explicitly say it in a trailer, yeah. I think we're okay to talk about it. Like, but what's crazy you know... is that was in the trailer and I was like, oh, that's a cool, interesting take. But I thought that was going to be first third of this movie. Yeah. It's final third of the movie. Like that's one yeah. of the last twist of this film is like no we're sending in mercenaries and militia and then basically the final third of this movie is just them fighting the militia and that's when it becomes the movie that we feared it would become mm-hmm. um i think that it's way too action oriented the the cool horror stuff just goes out the window um as far as an action movie goes because then i have to judge it as a different film it's really fun and silly like i was saying to you like it's like a it's like a really mental diehard that just goes like ridiculous because dimitri yeah but i'll watch a... skyscraper for one yeah do you know exactly um whereas dimitri who starts off as like a cool grounded character he just becomes like a superhero at the end of this movie like he is like like diving running around he's basically neo well no he he is he he is um bruce willis because yeah he he literally uh is wearing a big leather jacket and Mm. another top and in the space of four seconds strips down to a white vest and i'm like oh we're remaking die hard with his backpack of guns and goes into like a big uh like yeah a a complex building to save people jesus jesus christ um what are you guys doing um i think that's my problem because i as i've been talking about it i'm like the first like 50 minutes to an hour maybe 50 minutes 45 50 minutes Mm. is like super interesting yeah it's just the fact that it drops so far off a cliff for me for this Mm. gunplay bit that it really disappoints me um and like when when almost you know between a third and you know closer to half of the movie i guess a third is is all of this um it's it's too long for me not for for me to kind of forgive it and i agree like if you're going to judge it as a different type of film but I didn't go in wanting to watch that film. Yeah. Um, I go, I came in wanting to watch a horror movie, and I didn't get that for a third of it. So I, I think that's why my disappointment's there. And it feels like a bait and switch as well, because like I say, mm. we're, a, a, judging it as that type of movie, I thought it was really well done. It's some of the best action that we've seen in the franchise. 
but when you set up so much good stuff and so much goodwill like it's really character driven which these movies just haven't been for a while um they are more either politics or just purge driven in general mm. um so the fact that it did give us like at least three characters that we really cared about um but then it is like I say it's a real shame that it does just go off like uh, on the deep end and, and like I say it's fun i enjoyed it at the end of this movie i was like that was a fun movie like i enjoyed that i'm glad we saw it but it's a shame because it becomes a movie that we don't want the purge to be at the end mm. of the day you know we want the purge to be a horror franchise not an action franchise you know? the thing is as well like naya was such an interesting character and such a strong character for like a chunk of this movie and then suddenly dimitri kind of becomes bruce willis and yeah. naya becomes this like throwaway character she yeah. just resorts to hiding um, and waiting for Dimitri to save her. Yeah, Isaiah becomes absolutely um, pointless. Like he's not even in. Yeah, well, he, even yeah, he's just completely a wall. He he's literally hiding in a cupboard. Yeah, and I'm just like, you've demoted two of these interesting characters, and then the third character you've turned into a to a ser- well, you've turned you've turned Naya and Dimitri into stereotypes that I don't want. Um, yeah. you know, so it is kind of you know it's annoying that they do that. Yeah um so that's what i don't know man it's weird because i feel like you can almost say the same about this movie as you can a lot of these movies and that's one of the major disappointments where if this was like its own standalone movie would probably be more positive um but when you're judging it as like the overall franchise like we still haven't at least in my opinion we haven't seen that like 10 out of 10 purge movie which i know can exist because i love the concept like we obviously have a an award at the end of the year for best concept and like if that if we would have done the show when the purge came out the the Mm. original movie it's like what a concept that is Um, but we've now seen four of these films and i don't think any of them have really achieved that height like they're all good like obviously we we, i think we both agree that the second is the weakest um Mm. and i think you like the first movie more i probably like this movie the most but they're all very similar like i all think they're within a range of like a seven or an eight out of ten you know um like none of them are really terrible but none of them are exceptional and that's like really disappointing when you've seen four of them yeah i think that's the thing like i'm coming from a place where i want these movies to be so much better than what they are yeah and i completely Um, agree yeah and i think like you said i think they could be with just a little bit of tweaking yeah um I think uh, yeah. the, regarding the trailer as well, I think uh, Marissa Tomei's character is like a massive red heron, um, like because it seems like she's going to be important. Like she's billed yeah. as kind of the architect of the purge, you know, the creator of this experiment. Mm. And her, it seems like they had her in for one day of filming. Um, yeah, her character was hilarious. Like she's completely pointless in the movie. Like she's in one or two scenes, if that, and she just pops up and says like maybe two lines. And one of which I'm pretty sure was on a green screen, like this the scene outside where the where the protesters are. Um, yeah. because the protest behind them looked terrible it didn't look like it was behind them at all um one of the worst things i've seen on the big screen in a very long time um so it that was so weird like her being in this film yeah like it just didn't make sense no so like that whole thing was a shame but one other thing i really want to mention because it's so funny with this being a Bloomhouse movie um because i literally leaned over to you to when we was watching this film I was like, yeah. did you see that like that was crazy um and it is a real blink and you miss it type thing but if people are re-watching it it's gonna be so funny to watch because one of the really yeah, it pops up scenes, twice yeah it pops up twice but the first time is hilariously egregious because it's basically uh Isaiah is looking in the mirror and like literally dead central in the entire screen behind him in his bedroom is the poster for the new Halloween movie um, yeah it's fantastic do, do we know when this movie's set in, in regards to is it like I, I, I think in 2028 but I don't know if I'm just making that up because uh, these movies are like near future aren't they 
Yeah, I'll have a read, see if I can find anything. Because I, I just love the idea that they're being like, yeah, this movie is so popular that someone would just have the original poster from like 10 years ago, like later. Yeah. Um, obviously, it's funny because it's like their upcoming movie they need to remote, but like that was so egregious to me. Like, I haven't seen anything like that since like, I don't know, the last Sony movie we watched. Yeah. Um, but I just thought that was really funny of like, here's this giant Halloween poster. <laughs> um, <laughs> Sorry, I was just reading some stats and apparently when they look at some stats on like the graphics of participation and like mm. the areas the segments add up to 110 <laughs> percent on the pie chart <laughs> I, nice. I just find that brilliant that's brilliant <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, dear. Uh, yeah um there was a uh uh there's there's like a there were there were some end credit scenes apparently. I think wasn't it just the guy speaking over it that we saw? There's, there were two. There was the there was. I mean, these aren't spoilers because yeah. this is just general stuff. There was a there was a newscast um, saying the success of the purge and how yeah, it will easily that. happen next year and it will be nationwide. Yeah. But then there's a second mid credit scene that's an ad for a multi episode purge series on the USA Network. Oh, okay. Apparently, so, so apparently there was like an ad for the for the TV series, like right. an audio ad. I don't know. We might not have got that in this country. Um, yeah, maybe because it's like you say. It seems like if that was like a USA network thing, they would move. Because like, I don't even know what, if it's on a channel over here or if it's going to be a Netflix thing or whatever. Um, but that's funny that they like have timed that with it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it's it's an interesting one. Like I'm really curious how this movie's gonna do. Um, yeah. Being like the four franchises, because these movies have done really well. Like the first movie obviously did super well on a really small budget. Um, mm. The last three have a sort of around a ten to fifteen million dollar budget, and they usually hit um, around sort of the seventy to eighty million mark. Um, this movie's done like half that, but it's obviously it's only been out like a small um, period of time. So yeah, they're really saying know. IMDb is now saying worldwide fifty. Yeah. Which, like, so, that is good, but the opening weekend numbers, which I feel like is one of the only ones we can really gauge, because obviously we don't know how long this movie is going to be making money. Mm. Um, but the last two both made $30 million in their opening weekend, and this one only made 17 Yeah. Um, so that seems like quite a big drop-off. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm interested. Like, obviously, it still makes a lot of money. Like, it's it's, it's making a lot more than its budget. Um, and that's clearly why Bloomhouse are, are so happy to continue to make these movies. Like, yeah. obviously, as we have to look at them critically and we can be like oh maybe they can do this maybe they can do that but then obviously they don't want to change the formula too much if it's working and making money um and so like i say with the with the tv show obviously coming hopefully that's where more creativity will go um mm. i think also as well obviously the same guy that created this franchise directed the previous three but this is the first movie that he didn't direct Right. Um, he only wrote the script for this one. Uh, I believe it is. Uh, yeah. So J- uh, James DeMonaco is like the main person who created this. Mm. Um, wrote all the movies and directed the previous three. But this is the this is the first one that he didn't direct. Um, so that was interesting going in where I was like, oh, I wonder if this will have a different feel and look and style. And it really doesn't. Like it. No. They clearly just hired someone to be like, continue making purge movies. <laughs> yeah. You know, don't put your own like stamp on this. Don't try and completely change the formula. Just just do do us do us a solid. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, I thought that was interesting as well. But yeah, like I say, overall, I liked the movie. I I didn't love it. It's not a movie that I'm going to super remember for a long time. Like, obviously, the first half I thought was really strong, but you can't um, you can't not look at the massive drop-off that this movie takes, and it's a real mm. shame, because I feel like mm. had it continued that, I would have been like, hell yeah, they made the first amazing Purge movie, and in the end, I'm like, yep, they made another good one. 
Yeah, definitely, definitely. So yeah, that was the first purge. Um, the first purge. Yeah, what a weird one. Like, I didn't know how this movie would go. Like, I was excited for this movie a few weeks ago. Um, I, I just was ready for another one of these, like, dumb, silly movies. But then when you get in front of it, you you don't help but feel that, like, sense of disappointment coming out of the end of it. Um, yeah, definitely. So, yeah, should we, should we take a short break? And we'll be right back. So just just to round us off, um, there was obviously I don't know how much of Westworld that you've watched at this point. Um, I've watched like seven episodes. I may have seen um, a character that I wasn't expecting to see. Okay, so yeah, I, I'd only watched like a few uh, when we last spoke, but I kind of had to just see it through. So I've literally just finished the finale prior to us recording. Um, nice. so yeah, I've obviously seen them all now, so I won't be spoiling it because you haven't seen it. Um, if you intend on watching them all, <laughs> because yeah, honestly, I'm, I wouldn't I'm, blame you if you stopped. I'm committed. I mean, you've seen how long I'll stay on a, a train for oh, when yes. I'm on it. Like, uh, I'm committing to the end of this season. Oh, but then you I think can let I'm me know done. how season five is then. No, I'm done after this. I'm done after season two, but I've started it, so I'll finish it. Yeah, it's a real shame. Like, obviously, I was excited for the for Eastworld when we last spoke, and and that was pretty yeah. much self-contained to one episode, which I thought was the standout <laughs> episode of the season. Um, but it felt like they were just rushing through it completely. Like, it felt like they had so much more that they could have done with it, but they just felt like, oh no, we have to get back to like the generic bullshit that everyone's expecting with the show. Um, and then it really did just become like what I didn't want the show to be. There, there's only been one interesting kind of thread that i really liked which i'm pretty sure you've seen at this point which was the uh it's like the delios character who's basically um he's williams i think it's father-in-law um right so yeah he's the character who obviously because obviously when william first enters the park he's with his brother-in-law isn't he so this yeah. is like his brother-in-law's father who he kind of um talks into buying the park um have, yeah. you, se- have you seen all of that stuff yeah yeah where he basically is um they they create a version of him in the park um where they start I think, like william though is like way too post park william like in all of those scenes mm. do you know what i mean because like i got the impression that the park turned him into that guy yeah but it just seemed like he's that he was that guy all along and was just faking it in like for half of the first season at this point because he's yeah. just like this cool badass for like the entire of this season in the stuff that predates the first season which i i felt disappointed with yeah young william in season two felt off completely like it, it felt like they just brought him back because like i loved him he was probably my favorite character in season one mm. um but obviously oh, he was, with the he's way, the best character with the him way they left and... uh with the way they left obviously that season it was like oh you've done everything you need to do with this guy and that's how it felt with like 99 percent of the characters um mm. and so now we've got another season with like like i said one of the only characters that i really cared about into season two was mave and like i didn't feel like her character got resolved well at all this season no um, not at all. obviously we talked about bernard and how he's just completely overused um he just kind of meanders on in every single scene and even dolores as well like loved her character in season one where she's like becoming self-aware and all that sort of stuff is really cool um but her like mission statement in season two is to just kind yeah. of destroy oh, everything so annoying. i just don't find it interesting at all um yeah, the finale, like, I can't wait for you to watch it so we can talk about it, because it is, like, I think it's a complete mess. Um, I don't I even know how they make a season three. 
Um, whether or not I'll watch it, like right now, I'd say definitely not. But I almost it was such <laughs> a car crash that I just want to see where it takes it going forward. Um, I don't even know if they've announced if they've continued the show. It honestly felt like a series finale to me, where I was like, "Oh, right. you've ended the show now." Like, because I don't know where you go with it. Ah, sweet, um, I'll just watch this. I, I, <laughs> but I'm it didn't feel like then. a satisfying one. That's for damn no, sure. No, I don't need a satisfying one. I've watched Sex Files. <laughs> hey this is let, let me get this straight x-files was better than this season yes, yes! Like, i did it guys i did it <laughs> he's finally admitted it i would gladly watch more of x-files than westworld at this point and yeah. i'm not even joking like i mean we could we could watch all of x-files no. season one to nine for episode 200 you should calm down on that on that rhetoric all right um yeah, real shame, because like I say, a couple of weeks ago when we talked about Westworld, it was like, hell yeah, like we'd both watched it prior to obviously season one had finished, so we both caught up on it prior to season two, and both really enjoyed season one, and was like ready mm. to go, and then like, ugh, this whole series, man, like I- I'm really questioning, like why do they even like season one, like I think that's how poor it's been. Yeah, it does make you question like the whole show, mm. but, but I just loved the whole park, when the park was active, and the, the kind of like, you know juxtaposition between the the ai the robots and the humans but now like it's just really become not interesting at all now they're self-aware yeah so yeah i just i thought that was a real shame like mm. I, I don't i don't know if i'm gonna put much thought into the show anymore like say when it comes back whether it's yeah. gonna be back next year or not because it seems like a lot of these shows now have more than even a one-year cycle so if, if we mm. come back in two years time I, I, i'm sure i'm gonna be so far past caring about westworld and i think that's a shame because yeah i thought some of the performances like you say anthony hopkins in season one so good was amazing and like you you've seen him a couple of times now in season two yeah um as soon as he comes back i was just like oh i missed you yeah i wish you were back properly well i was like i miss you and i'm also like this is what they wrote to bring back the legendary like anthony hopkins like what a waste of your talents yeah i know (laughs) like you should have just went off into into the sunset yeah Um, go make a goddamn hannibal movie because you still got it man you still got it (laughs) yeah he's amazing like Like, there was a scene where the where it goes dark and it's Mm. just his face that's lit and i was like you're so terrifying please do another hannibal movie like (laughs) yeah like oh could you imagine if we did like that would just be yeah. so crazy but um yeah sadly westworld was a real disappointment like i think tv is womp, a weird womp. one like I've, I've watched a few shows lately where it it quickly turned where like i don't know if i mentioned it on the show but like glow was a show that i really liked season one and season two came back and i just couldn't even like i watched like one or two episodes and i'm just like i don't even know why i like the show <laughs> um and i'm really curious with a few other shows coming back very soon yeah um, i was like that with oranges and new black yeah. i tailed off a couple of seasons ago exactly and so like i really liked the last season of that and that's back really soon and i wonder if that'll have the same effect where i'm like yeah i'm just done with this like i think tv we've always talked about this as you know someone who stopped watching the walking dead a long time ago i think it's really hard to like keep you involved for years um and even american horror story really like i actually kind of respect that more now being like oh it took like five series for that to go bad <laughs> like <laughs> like a lot of these shows now are like like say westworld one and done and i think that's crazy um like i wonder how a show like lost would be received these days yeah. um really it fascinates me to even think about that um but yeah, real shame. Um, so obviously with our with our upcoming schedule, um, going back to our, back to our normal schedule, uh, Caliber is the movie that we missed a few weeks ago mm-hmm. that we talked about. So hopefully we'll be doing that for next week. Yeah. Um, should also state looking as well. Forward to we, it, man. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to that. Like I'm I'm always down for like a British horror movie. So yeah, hopefully this is really cool. Um, 
we also talked about that there was the upcoming Scream Unseen. Um, <laughs> so we, we should mention it on the show in case everyone's like, what the hell happened to that? Yeah, what do, um, what do you guys do? Yeah, well, we decided not to go because uh, we assumed that it was going to be Marrowbone, um, which it was, thank God. Bullet dodge, guys. Yeah. Bullet dodge. Um, for us, it was a movie that we've seen the trailer for this multiple times, you know, as people that go to the cinema a lot. So it's kind of shoved down our throats a lot. And every time I saw the trailer, more and more, it was a movie that I just did had zero interest in watching. Um, it's the type of movie that I just don't like. And obviously you shouldn't prejudge movies. Like, that's a bad thing, and I agree with that. Um, but you can definitely get a sense for a lot of these movies of, like, whether it's in your taste or not. And this movie is just not in our taste, is it? Like, at all. Um, I'd be interested if people have, have checked it out and whether they enjoyed it. But, like, even I, I saw the initial... Um, reaction post scream unseen to see what people thought of it right. and everyone was like meh like it didn't need to be this movie and like i only saw like a couple of people it seemed like the hype really got killed post the strangers um because yeah. we talked about they it, seem to have show. killed this thing because like this these screenings were packed for a couple of screenings yeah like, it seemed like, oh, man, it's going to be even hard to get tickets for this now. And I think The Strangers was like, oh, they're just tricking us into basically paying uh, a lower fee. But obviously getting they're filling up these seats for movies that just ultimately people aren't going to go pay to see. Yeah. And I think that's such a – that's really bad on Odeon's part. That's not the point of this at all. Like, obviously, when you look at what we've got in the past with, like, Get Out and Split and The Ritual, like, these are really cool I can't movies. believe we got movies like that, man. Yeah, because that seems so far removed now. It really does now seem like – oh, Odin have got this, like, really poor horror movie, but they just need to fill seats, and so this is what they're going to use it for. Um, and so, yeah, they really need to sort their act out going forward. Um, yeah. Another movie as well, like, for our upcoming schedule, because I, I was trying to find a release date for it, but apparently Unfriended Dark Web, um, scheduled for July 20th uh, worldwide. But, like, I haven't seen anything about this movie in the UK at all. Um, I just looked it up on IMDb, and I believe it says that it's come out in August. Um, right august classic. 10th so yeah we're getting the, we're getting the classic shafton on on that one the release date shafton the classic um, month three weeks to a month shafton the yeah usual. or like in upgrades case it's about nine weeks or something ridiculous but um yeah like i'm i'm super excited for this movie so we'll watch it whenever but um yeah just wanted to mention that as well so hopefully fingers crossed caliber for next week if you guys want to check that on netflix um definitely so yeah this was episode 101 where we talked about the first purge um thanks for listening as always and we'll see you again very soon See you later, everyone. And through my veins and travels to my head, they said, You'll die soon enough anyway, shut up, I can't. Mainly because I never could, and how could I start now?